This is Finally Free, a podcast for the chronic dieters, disordered eaters, and fitness junkies. For those sick of battling their bodies, sick of fearing food and the number on the scale, sick of punishing exercise, all in the pursuit of diet culture's version of health and wellness. I'm Alana Vandersloos, an eating disorder recovered intuitive eating coach studying to become a certified intuitive eating counselor and the founder of Freedom with Food and Fitness, an online community where I coach women how to become intuitive eaters and incorporate intuitive movement for true health, mind, body, and spirit. On this podcast, you will hear stories of other women on various parts of their journeys, some who are in recovery, those who are recovered, and those who are helping others to do the same. I'll also teach you ways to quiet that incessant voice in your head telling you you're not enough. I'll show you how to find peace and satisfaction with food again, how to embrace the one and only body you have with joyful movement so you can move through this world with peace and confidence. Are you ready to be finally free? Thank you so much for joining me today. But before we get started, I just want to remind you of everything that I offer for those who need help with body image, intuitive eating, fitness, food, weight, and mindset. First, I offer group coaching now. So if you're interested in getting some expert support, some tough targeted love, schedule a free 15-minute discovery call at freedomwithfoodandfitness.com or click the link in my bio on Instagram at freedomwithfoodandfitness. On that same link in my IG bio, I have everything that I offer people. So I have the links to two course videos, which are both under $5 right now. I have free quizzes to assess your relationship with food and exercise, over 45 pages of free intuitive eating and fitness resources that you can sign up for. It takes literally five seconds. I have a form where you can ask your own question for a chance for it to be answered on the podcast. I have a guided meditation and so much more. Seriously, go check it all out at Freedom with Food and Fitness on Instagram. Okay, so I love this question. It means that people are starting to understand that dieting sucks and that you don't have to do it. But understandably, they're a little bit skeptical. So the podcast question of the day from one of my Instagram followers is, what if you don't totally buy into it yet or you're still scared? Can you try it out and see? And by it, she means intuitive eating. So again, I love this question because it's real life. Like you might be totally skeptical of intuitive eating and that's so normal given the world we live in with all its diet culture and its fat phobia. Everyone and everything is telling you to diet, diet, diet. And now you have anti-diet, you know, registered dietitians and people like me who are telling you to stop diet. Dieting. So before I get into the ins and outs of any of that, let me just answer the last part of the question first, the part where she asks, can you try it out and see? Can you try intuitive eating out as a trial and see? The answer is a resounding yes. You can absolutely try intuitive eating out for a finite amount of time, you know, a month, two months, and see how you feel. But you know, there are some caveats that I have to warn you of first. Uh, Intuitive eating is a process with certain steps toward healing that should be done one by one in order. So there are 10 principles in total 
And the principles of honoring your fullness and honoring your satiety, for example, come before honoring gentle nutrition, uh, which is uh, an episode, uh, an earlier episode of the podcast, what exactly gentle nutrition is. So in other words, you need to go through the steps of allowing all foods and experiencing fullness before you can implement more traditional nutritional practices. If you practice gentle nutrition too soon in the intuitive eating process, you're going to be worried about what foods are healthy, what foods are quote-unquote safe, and that defeats the purpose. We need to stop restriction and this demonization of, you know, quote-unquote junk foods first uh, and stop any fears of those foods first. So, you know, I'm going to warn you, that means that there's going to be a period where you definitely eat more quote-unquote junk foods or foods that you don't normally allow yourself. This is completely normal, and this brief period will not harm your actual health. You know, we're made to believe even one food item with added sugar or, you know, that's high in fat is going to surely shave five years off our lives, and that's just the simply not true. Those are fear tactics from diet culture. That's not going to happen. So this brief period where you're eating, you know, more foods that are on your naughty list than normal is not going to harm your overall long-term health. Now, after you do this for a while, you're going to start craving more nutrient-dense foods as well. And that's when you can start incorporating gentle nutrition and considering the nutrition in the foods you eat and how you will feel after you eat them. Okay. So again, like when I first started intuitive eating, I Definitely had more ice cream, definitely had more carbs at every meal, definitely had foods that were higher in fat because those were the foods I was restricting when I was dieting and when I had my disordered eating. So yeah, you go through that phase because you want what you can't have. So if you're telling yourself you can't have cake and then all of a sudden you're allowing yourself cake, you're going to want a lot of cake because you've had a lot of time not having the cake. But eventually... When your mind and body realize that you're never going to restrict the cake again, they're like, oh, okay, this is here whenever. I can I can have that whenever, so I think I'm just going to have a salad instead. It just happens. It's just, it's just the way our brains are wired to think. So you do get out of that junk food phase eventually. Um, so here are four ways that you can simply try it out in the short term. Now that I have that caveat where like – so here, here's where the caveat exists. You know, you, you do go through that period where you eat a lot of the foods you, you had been restricting previously. So if you only do this for, say, a week or a month, you're only going to see that time period where you're eating a lot of junk food and you're going to say, oh, my God, like, all I'm going to do is eat junk food. If I'm an intuitive eater, I can't do this. I'm going to go back to dieting. But you have to remember that that phase is very temporary. So that's why, yeah, you can try it out and see, but you're only going to see one phase of it because intuitive eating as a whole does take a while. It is a process. It takes, it can take, you know, years really. So that's the caveat. But anyway, if you do want to try it out in short term, here are four ways you can do it. Um, that will give you a positive experience with it. So the first is to introduce a formally restricted food. Don't allow all of them at once um, because that could be really overwhelming. Instead, consistently allow yourself, an, with unconditional permission, one food that you weren't allowing yourself. 
Maybe it's unconditional permission to eat pasta. Maybe it's unconditional permission to eat cookies or chocolate or cheese or whatever it may be. You might binge the first few times because you've been restricting and that is a biological response. Um, But once your body and brain realize that this is not the last time you can have that food, it's going to lose its luster. So again, step number one, introduce one formally restricted food and give yourself unconditional permission to eat it. Number two, stop weighing yourself. Your weight and your body composition have so many factors in play that the number doesn't even mean anything in terms of your health or even your food intake. There's hormones, there's water weight, there's if you use the bathroom, there's genetics. It's not fair to beat up your body based on this one number. So don't weigh yourself for a determined amount of time and just see how you feel. You might feel so freed from that number that you never weigh yourself again, which is basically what I did except for that one time recently where things weren't going so well in life and I felt very out of control and I actually did weigh myself. I was bad, bad, bad. (laughs) Um, But yeah, you know, hide the scale. Hide it, you know, in in a closet, put it down in the basement um, or smash it. But um, stop weighing yourself is uh, number two. Number three, stop counting calories and macros and stop weighing your food. Again, If you want to do this in the short term, give yourself a goal. Say, I'm not going to count calories for a week and see how you feel. Um, Stop trying to fit your food intake into a box dictated to you by a robot, right? My fitness pal doesn't know you, doesn't know your body, and doesn't know your needs. You are driving yourself nuts and you're taping up precious brain space. Your body will tell you how much food it needs. So again, pick a time period for any of these for weighing yourself, for, you know, unconditional permission to a restricted food, for not counting calories. Pick a week, two weeks, a month, whatever, and see how you feel. You might even realize that you don't even care about those things. I thought I needed to weigh myself every single day. And the first day I didn't weigh myself, it felt weird for maybe an hour, and then I got over it. So see what happens. You you might actually be pleasantly surprised with the progress that you make when you just try. And number four is eat when you're hungry. Stop when you're full. Okay? We don't want to make the intuitive eating into the hunger and fullness diet, but um, this might be something you can play with. You can play with the hunger and fullness scale for a week. Eat whenever, when you're comfortably hungry, right? Not when you're ravenous, not when you're not hungry, but when you're comfortably hungry. And stop when you're comfortably full. Not you know, don't don't stop eating when you're, you know, not starving anymore. Like be full, but don't be uncomfortably full. Like play around with, you know, where feels good for you in both respects. And this might be difficult if severe restriction has made it so that you don't feel those cues anymore. So this might not be for you if that is your case. If you don't feel your hunger and fullness cues, obviously you're not going to know how to do number four and that's fine. Um, but if you, if you can still tell when you're hungry and full, eat when you're hungry, not when the clock tells you, and check in halfway through. Are you full? Does the food even still taste as good? Sometimes we're just shoveling in our, in our mouths. We don't even know if it tastes good. Uh, and if, if you are full, you can stop. If you're satiated, you can stop. Uh, if the food doesn't taste good anymore, you can stop. You can always have more when you're hungry again because there's no last supper mentality here because we are allowing all foods. Still with me? Okay. 
<laughs> I want to finish off this podcast by saying it's it's not only okay to be scared of this process, it's expected and it's necessary. You're going against literally everything you've ever done and, and have been taught. Your brain requires rewiring of old habits and stories, but nothing worth having ever comes easy, right? I was scared too. I was scared it wouldn't work, scared to gain weight, scared to let down the people who saw me as the thin fit one, scared to look like I was letting myself go. But the fear of not recovering and the fear of being stuck in this mental hell that I had created for myself was way scarier than just trying to heal. So if you don't buy into it yet, ask me why. You know, tell me why. Ask more questions. Um, this is how we get over the fear is by is by educating ourselves and talking. So click the link in my show notes or DM me on Instagram the word question to ask a question to be answered on the podcast. I am here for you. So that is it for today's episode. Seriously, of all the podcasts you can be listening to, I'm so honored that you took the time to listen to mine. I'm also so proud of you for taking this small step forward toward food and body freedom. If you like what you hear and you want to work with me as your coach, go to freedomwithfoodandfitness.com to schedule a free 15-minute discovery call. That way I can hear your specific needs and set up a game plan for your success. I would also be so, so grateful if you could subscribe, follow, rate, and review this podcast so many more people who need help with dieting, body image, disordered eating, and fitness can find our message of freedom. Until next time.